Hey this is Kiran Nagra from the Sparkling Entrepreneur show and today we have Ravi Ramachandran with us. After working for Microsoft as an engineer for 16 years, Ravi realized his inner drive towards real estate and today Ravi is among the top realtors in Seattle, Washington. Ravi and his team are committed to offering 10 plus plus level of service. Real estate is his passion. So let's welcome our today's guest Ravi Ramachandran. Ravi welcome to the show. Hey Kiran, thanks for having me. Okay, so let's I'm excited to be here. I'm, I'm so very excited to hear all the answers. I'm excited, man. So here we go. Please tell us about the entrepreneurial bug which you caused. Like, uh, how did the uh, entrepreneurship became your life? So that's a great question, right? So I've been an employee and have always wanted to write my own ticket, even being an employee, and. Uh, kind of thinking how much you can do and what you can do how much freedom you have i just was then exploring the entrepreneurial route as well and approved the way to go you know the more research i did then i come to came to realize that being under a boss and slaving away hours and hours of working on my future was going to be helping build somebody else's success and not my own so i just took the long road and then kind of thought about it deeply so and then i understood that comfort of getting paid on the 15th and 30th of every month being an employee was so enticing that i was not ready to break out of my comfort zone however a time came that i felt strongly that there was a calling for me to be do and have more which is what made me catch the entrepreneurial bug you know the freedom and what i can do to write my own ticket and not helping build somebody else's future so i'm here in front of you uh, uh, instead of building somebody else's dream you decided to go ahead and build your own dream work for your own self and not somebody else and uh, that spirit got you away from job and towards entrepreneurship great story so if yeah. you could tell us about your curiosities right now ravi what are you curious about this is something as an entrepreneur that it's a journey right on a daily basis you get curious you know lots of things you just have to be in the know number one because your ultimate goal is to help serve your clients to the best of your abilities so what am i curious about is the disruptions that are happening left right and center in the real estate industry you know regulations rules disruptions with respect to technology how real estate has been changing over the years you know whether it's a brick and mortar location or a cloud based brokerage Uh, you know how can technology especially after the pandemic it makes total sense because if the past 16 or 17 months have taught us something is physical relevance even in the real estate industry where it's supposed to be belly to belly business is becoming less and less relevant right clients are expecting more efficiencies how can i get things done from the comfort of my own couch or my bed you know how can i leverage technology like if it's a cell phone or a laptop you know going to the internet and finding information so i'm always curious about the disruptions that are happening and how we as real estate agents can number one help the clients to the best of our abilities and number two is make sure that the real estate com- community hires its standards and continues to thrive alongside as well so there are two sides of the equation one is the client whose best interests we absolutely have to protect and work towards the next thing is the real estate community how can we just make sure that both of them go hand in hand and in sync so that both the communities thrive Absolutely. so if that makes sense so that's what i'm curious about you know it's it's more of you know to sum it up it's like an ecosystem how do we just help technology address both the client's needs 
and help the real estate agents to best serve them. So that's what I'm curious about. Absolutely. Great curiosities. And talking about technology, how do you think digital marketing, uh, social media marketing is influencing real estate? Do you think somewhere it is influencing the way people buy, sell, rent? Yeah, definitely, Kiran. So 80 to 90% of home searches today with technology in the palms of people's hands begins with the internet, right? However, people, some people think that, oh, okay, all right, we see a house, we just go make an offer and make it, make it happen. But finding a house is only 5 to 10% of the entire equation. You just are looking at it from a consumer's perspective. You know, you're, you're focusing on drywalls, you're focusing on the curb appeal, you're focusing on the number of bedrooms, number of bathrooms, how does the interior decor feel? Does this place feel like I can call it home, right? But much more than that, people, you know, kind of drilling it, drilling it down back, you know, people start their search with the internet, which is where your pictures, your video, virtual walkthroughs and everything kind of come into play. So people start to envision living there and then they make a physical visit, which might be once or twice, but they dwell on the pictures, you know, Pinterest, social media, Facebook, uh, you know, all the syndications to all the sites like Zillow, Redfin, you know, all those sites. That's where people have already started to imagine and live in their homes before they even go and physically look like. So to answer your question, social media does have a huge impact and influence. If you're not on video, if you're not on social media, you're losing the field completely. Great answer. I truly, truly recognize the problem and the solution right these days. People start yeah. their living journey right from the phone and then they move on towards going actually to the place and visiting and having a look at the place. So I agree. They're, they're constantly, yes. yeah, they're, they're, they're constantly, uh, constantly validating, you know, what they've seen on the internet is what the actuality is because sometimes what happens is your mind imagines and envisions goes into this journey of looking at the pictures and builds a mental model of how the home is going to be, you know, it's a dream world. Then going and visiting it, visiting it, your mind is constantly validating whether the physical reality the home's location, the way it faces, the way the sun moves, you know, east to west, and the direction, the how much light the home has, etc. Does it match the picture that you have? Then ultimately, once there's a match, you know, it could be 100% or near 100%, and then people go and uh, make the deal happen. That's yes. how the process is, if you will. Yes, absolutely. The process has changed somewhere, and you got to just, the real estate agents have to adopt to there's new processes and uh, get over them. Okay, so Ravi, tell us about the common myth. Uh, what common myth do you feel is in the market right now, real estate field? Definitely, it's a great question, right? So people think that real estate is number one, easy. It is simple, not easy, because there are multiple moving parts. And they also feel that you don't have to work hard, you just open a bunch of doors and then make the money. And it's all glamorous, right? For the right reasons. From the outside, that's what it is, outside looking in. But from inside, once you're just in the field and doing the groundwork as well as uh, helping your clients win, there is, number one, utter competition, right? You'll have to make sure that you bring your best game forward, prioritizing, as I said, your client's best interest above everything. Once you just make sure that you're serving them, everything else falls in place. So the most common myth is it is easy and I don't have to work and real estate will get me done. But you'll have to be in the grind on a daily basis, constantly improving yourself, just having your client's best interest at the forefront so that you are delivering value. That's key, right? And so when the clients succeed, 
then you succeed as a result of them succeeding. So you are helping somebody else succeed and achieving success yourself. That's what it is. But the myth is that is misunderstanding everywhere. You know, it's a lucrative industry. Yeah, for sure it is. But are you doing the work to deserve the money and things like that, which comes if you prioritize clients' interest and their needs ahead of everything else. So that's all I Prioritize clients' needs first. Uh And the second thing you should do is you should know that it is not an easy industry to be in. Maybe it is simple, but it is pure hard work. You got to do the hard work to get the results. And uh, yes, it is pretty sure a lucrative industry, but hard work comes along with the luxuries. So that's what you got to know. Definitely. So Ravi, my next question is, tell us about your biggest failure. What was your biggest failure and the lesson learned from it? Um, that's a great question too. So in hindsight, I wouldn't consider it more of a failure, but the loss in time. Had I known or had I started thinking about the entrepreneurial route previously, I would have made the change jump sooner rather, right? I'd like to quantify failure with respect to the time lost. However, looking at it positively, I'm delighted that I've taken the time to hash out what all, you know, you have to come up with a map. You don't jump things, you know, that's not going to do you any good. So I, I am delighted that I had the time to hash through what all possibilities, kind of build a mental model and work on it. Plus, I just have always been thinking about what it takes to be a go-getter in the corporate job because you have deadlines, you have project deliverables that you have to deliver on, things like that. You have uh, your peers, subordinates, everybody that you have to take along. So what it means to be a go-getter in the corporate world to what being a go-giver in the real estate arena was a drastic day and night difference that I had to constantly think about and I had to get better. It wasn't easy, right? But I had to fall on my face multiple times, but everything was a learning. And I'm delighted that I am here today you know, uh, kind of looking back in retrospect and it just brings me joy, nothing else. <laughs> so yeah. great joy. So the, there's the only, uh, maybe a little bit of failure that you feel is that you don't took that uh, leap a bit earlier. But other than that, uh, your life is regret-free, no problems. Yeah, because, because, you know, everything happens for a reason. You have no power to go back and reverse whatever has happened, right? But whatever it is, you everything is a learning. You either win or learn in life. There's no failure. <laughs> so that's how I look at it. Or I've learned to look at it that way. It changed the whole world to me. So either you learn or you win. You win. You win or you learn. There's no failure. There's everything no failure. everything is an opportunity. If Once you start looking at things like that, Everything else changes. Let's look at it the way Ravi explains. Great way of looking at things. So my next question is, Ravi, in your opinion, what do you think is the most important personality trait that one should cultivate to succeed in real estate or in business in general? That's another thing that, uh, you know, we all, especially for people who just change fields who are coming from corporate because everything is given to you in a plater. You have deadlines, you have everything, you have project specs, you just have to deliver everything based on the timeline. So your creative creativity and imagination needs to be at the forefront. So the most important personality trait that you have to have in, not only in real estate, right? In being in business for yourself is be willing to learn always, be hungry, be 
a student, become a smart student eventually because of the amount of things, you know, be a sponge, absorb things, okay? And the most important of all, this is, this is bar none, right? Before you even begin, know who to take advice from. Everybody you go and talk to will give you advice just because you went and asked. Try it. Randomly pick 10 people and go ask, hey, I have a problem with this. Just because you went and asked, they will offer you something. So I learned there were, there were advices flowing left, right, and center. Then I learned, okay, I took a step back and saw whether these people who are home I'm reaching out to ask, asking for advice have fruit on their tree. Before they say, hey, you need to try this, you need to try that. You know, I just uh, saw this ad on TV. I just read this book. I just read this article. And they wish to pass on advice and free reign, right? So you have to think what it means to your career. What can you glean? How much of it can you take? And uh, kind of distilling it to, you know, those a few words is it's super important to know who to take advice from. So be willing to learn, be hungry, be a student, become a smart student, know who to take advice from, your path gets made. So there is a thing which you told that take advice from the right people. If you're taking advice from a person who is not somebody who you want to become like, when you're taking person, uh, an advice from a wrong person. And uh, I like it when you said that become a sponge while learning. So great advice. Uh, so although you don't look much older than 20, my question to you is Ravi, we put you in that time capsule, okay, which we have on our show and take you back to when you were 20 year old. Okay. What would be that one piece of advice you would like to give to 20 year old Ravi? which would have a major impact on Ravi's journey as an entrepreneur? So it's something that we have to learn to dream big, right? When we were kids, we just looked at the stars and the sun and then our ecosystem was that. We, were, we had no limits. Then as we grow up, our school, our education, our peers, our friends, our family, and everybody started to educate us. And then we just fit ourselves in our own comfort box. So our limits were just the peripheries of the boxes limits, right? So what I would say is, if I were to give advice, right, to myself, is be willing to fail, be brave in making attempts and exploring what is out there. However, capture the learnings to reflect introspectively and get better at your craft. You know, that's a given, right? The advice I would give myself is to explore more instead of just sticking with the education route, which I have a dual master's, by the way, in computer science and management and information sciences, and then was uh, made it into Microsoft and had a thriving career. And then instead of you sticking onto the education route, then what comes next is a job and fitting yourself into the rails, always be willing to dream big and explore things and be willing to fail. What's the worst that can happen? There's no failure, as I said before, right? You learn. You move on. That's what it is. That's the advice that I would give to my 20 year self. So be more exploratory uh, with your decisions, maybe, uh, and uh, know more what's going on in the market and uh, learn more and uh, dream big. Dream big yeah. would be the biggest advice you would give. Yeah. So don't, stuck, don't get stuck uh, on the common path which everybody's taking but choose the one which suits you, which is meant for you, like following your passion, taking that leap of faith. Great advice. Okay. So Ravi, my next question is, tell us uh, what your job real estate has taught you. 
which everybody should learn at some point in their life um one thing is you know as i as i previously answered your in your question before was like you know corporate and when you are in a career you are taught to be disciplined you're taught to be meeting deadlines you're taught to be meeting deliverables you're taught to to be what satisfy the client satisfy the client so those are all given so if you just branch out and this is this is true whether you're in corporate or in business for yourself right your mindset is everything and you have to put in discipline to just stay consistent with whatever you're trying to do i would say believe that you can do and go ahead and do it nobody else is stopping you know your inner self will always come and see you know it will challenge you on two things whether you're fit for the job that you're just seeking and it will always try to just calm you because it will just your mind just works to just keep you in your comfort zone and not explore and dream big and then explore out of the box it will just keep you where you are so i would say discipline and mindset mindset bar none is the number one thing that i would uh, uh ask you know the lesson that is uh everybody's got to learn and think about it more sure. and honor so having a good mindset waking up with a smile every day to work and then doing the work with discipline is something you recommend to everybody uh, which should be done and uh, to succeed that is which i value the most discipline and mindset because without them you cannot do it anyways perseverance is another thing like it includes a good attitude plus the discipline so perseverance is something which you recommend i completely value that and i totally agree with you on that uh, yeah, so when be, 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 yeah sorry be excited be excited on a daily basis you know what is that you can do to impact you know just take control of the day instead of the day controlling you if you just kind of institute that discipline for one day it happens for one week it happens for one month it happens for one year it grows into a decade and just it becomes the way you do things in your lifetime Right? Oh my god <laughs> it it is it is going to be hard it is hard you know to tune your mind because it has been habits die hard and your mind is living in the past and it's carried on the heavy baggage with you for things to change just like jim brown would say for things to change the way you look and look at and do things have to change that's that's the only thing and it all starts with mindset without the mindset everything else is just you know fluff i would say yeah, yeah definitely everything else is fluff without the mindset having a great mindset and being excited every day when you go to work amazing your choice i i i feel like this advice is going to impact all the entrepreneurs out there because uh everybody wakes up but not everybody goes to the work with a great smile on their face not everybody loves what they do so follow the passion and then when you are following the passion do it with passion <laughs> sure yeah, definitely so i had this question uh, which i have elaborated a little bit before this uh, before this podcast but the question is what would be your favorite productivity hack for entrepreneurs so you know people are looking for shortcut they're looking for uh, short term gratification and if you win results you know that's what the social media and everything around us you know what would you do when you post something facebook just uh, get your adrenaline flowing by just getting seeing the number of likes you get on your post that's what we are looking at you know your short term gratification and things like that so coming to your question there is if you think about growing in a business adding value to people and things like that it is 
a prolonged deliberate effort wherein you just put in a lot of thinking and work so that it comes together. Honestly speaking, to answer your question, there is no hack. Success takes hard frigging work. You have to think. Because, you know, if, if it's not like a lottery ticket, right? You go buy a lottery ticket, you win, uh, you know, one crore or, uh, you know, even more than that. And then uh, you've not put in the work. You can, can you expect a lottery ticket? Absolutely. But is that going to happen? Law of averages does not indicate that. So to answer your question, there is no hack. And as people call out, find what works and stay, stay truly consistent in helping Others achieve what they want, and you realize your potential in turn. Success is simple, not easy, and it takes hard frigging work. There's no hack. Everybody's looking for the hack. You know, I just wanted to lay it out there because that's the truth. If you don't fail, if you think that it's going to be a journey full of roses and bed of uh, roses and you know walk in the park, that's not it. Then you're not either seriously committed in your future or helping others realize their true potential. You're just kind of dreaming. Dreams are good because you have to dream big. But when it comes to reality, you have to just constantly be tweaking. You cannot live in the dreamland and ex expect things to work in, the, in reality for sure. You have to just make them come together and make the adjustments and tweaks as necessary so that your reality comes to match what you're dreaming, if that makes sense. It does make sense. It's a awesome advice out there. Like There is no productivity hack. There might be productivity hack, but if you're looking for a hack that you would do something and uh, that would completely change the way that you do things, that is not going to happen. You got to work hard. You got to do the things on a regular basis. And uh, that advice is something I recommend to all of the people because it's not uh, like bed of roses. <laughs> so <laughs> hard picking work it is. And, and as you put in the work, you know, always think and introspectively, introspectively look at things so that you can just implement the tweaks that you've learned along the way, right? You become better in your craft so that you offer more service, help more clients achieve their dreams as well. That's what needs to be at the forefront. Everything kind of comes to your client satisfaction. You know, is it a 10 plus plus? You know, that's what our motto is. Is it a 10 plus plus level service? We deliver. We're there. Kind of. Once you tie, you know, what your end goal is, everything else will follow. But without a goal, you just kind of a rudder, like a ship without a rudder, not having direction. Once you just have, hey, client satisfaction, 10 plus plus level service, whatever it takes, do it. Whatever it takes, do it. Learn and implement. Be the sponge. Be hungry. Just get better in your game. Everybody 10 wins. plus plus level service. 10 plus plus level service, guys. Give that 10 plus plus level service to your clients and uh, the karma will turn out to be yours in a good way <laughs> yeah. so yeah absolutely so if you could start a business all over again ravi how would you like to operate it and what business would you choose to run so this is something that i've always been thinking about right because real estate itself is a bunch of um, things coming together for example a seller's journey a home seller's journey or a home buyer's journey You'll have to not only, for example, let's take uh, sellers, right? You'll not only have to, there are multiple pieces moving, right? So I always think about building an ecosystem. For example, uh, you know, why, um, if, if that ecosystem, for example, if sellers, if they want to sell their home, 
if it could happen with a click of a button. Everything else kind of follows, right? So working with title, working with uh, opening the title, uh, getting your place ready, uh, getting contractors lined up to fix your home, getting it ready for sale. And once the sale goes through, you know, betting buyers and everything, everything is an individual silo within the entire timeline. I start to sell, uh, I think about selling the home and what would it take to get the home sold so that I get money in the bank deposited. So I'm thinking about an ecosystem that'll, that will make it happen when the sellers want to purchase their home. They just, with a click of a button, that happens. If a buyer wants to buy a home, of course, there's this human intervention required because they'll have to like the home. That's the only um, challenge in the entire pipeline from the buyer's perspective, because they'll have to look at five or six homes. And by the way, you know, five or six homes is not a magic number. They could look at 10 or 20, you know, whatever suits them. That's, that's going to be um, a point in the pipeline with the buyers, you know, that cannot be truly automated because they'll have to go and visit, but everything else can be just put together. So if to your question, if it were a business to start with, I would be thinking, uh, not that I would be, I am already thinking about building an ecosystem which will make it happen with a few easy clicks because what better time to leverage technology to make all this happen or automate as much as possible. And with the evolution of time, more and more things are gonna get automated, right? In the pipeline. So how would we just automate, use technology? It's, 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 it's a close brother of real estate, walks along, but that's the business that I, I am thinking of, the ecosystem to help automate the buyers and sellers process into it. Automating the whole business is the plan. Great. <laughs> Everything starts with the vision. So let's see, you know, and, and different pieces actually talking about it are being automated. Just that the entire thing, stitching things together is not happening. So that's, that's what I would start. Sure. Sure. Great idea. So uh, tell us about the story behind becoming a real estate agent. Like, could you tell me, uh, is there a story we should know that how did you caught the real estate bug? Why real estate? Who gave you the idea? Please tell us. Yeah, definitely. So I was working on the job, you know, Microsoft was like a really great job. I pursued with passion. So, and while I was working on my day job, I was building my fortune on the side. Fortune is actually thinking about what can I do to create passive ongoing residual income. One was real estate, invest in it, and then uh, have a build a rental portfolio. And then as I was building my rental portfolio on the side, my fortune that I was building on the sides, um, compensation dwarfed what I was making in my job. So that's what said, hey, if you can just help more people, help yourself outside in the fortune bucket, you know, the job can be let go. So that's when I just moved to becoming a full-time real estate professional. And then as I was doing it, I just felt that even though there was information available on uh, not only social media sites, but you know, sites like Redfin, uh, Zillow, and all those, there, was, there were buckets you know, coming from a tech world. There were buckets of information that weren't easily accessible to consumers, like buyers and sellers. So how do you bridge the technology gap? So that's what piqued my curiosity. So my rental portfolio just started this. It, technology you know, being used for filling the gaps. 
to help buyers and sellers better. So eventually I just became a real estate agent myself because I felt the need for helping buyers and sellers become more efficient with their search process or their sale home sale process and how we can leverage technology to bridge the gap and kind of build an ecosystem. You know, even though, you know, talking about ecosystem, there are multiple disjoint pieces, but how can we introduce efficiencies into the process, which was what I focused on and eventually became uh, a real estate agent myself. One thing led to another, one thing led to another, another, and stuff like that. So it's a convoluted answer. So from the corporate world, switching to real estate, you know, there were multiple checkpoints that I had to think and put through and then, hey, this is gonna bring me success, bring other success. And things like that. So that's what led to me becoming a real estate agent. <laughs> Truly interesting, man. <laughs> Great story. Uh, so there is a question which I didn't ask you, Ravi. Okay. Sure. But you would like to answer it. So because I didn't ask you, you were not able to answer it. So what would be that question you would like to answer? What would be a question um, that you've not asked that I would like to answer? Is that what it is? You've covered uh, my journey and what I would say to everybody. Um, so what is that you want to, this is something that uh, you didn't ask, but I've been thinking about, you know, what are the truly effective ways that one can work hard and work on their residual income streams so that money keeps coming in so that they can pursue their hobbies and their interests and their passions full-time. For example, I am truly, truly interested and a believer of doing, helping people who are fight hunger, fight poverty. These are all things that I've been doing on the side. I would like to pursue them full-time, but for which my cup has to be full before I can pour out of my cup. So that's what I'm talking about. So if I'm just busy in working on filling my cup, how am I going to pour? In the sense, if I'm going to be working on just making money, 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 how am I going to be focusing on my true passion, my true calling about giving it back to the community? So I'm... Um, I'm, I'm big into organizing uh, blood drives. I'm a donor myself and doing all these social activities because there is a need out there. So this is a question that you've not asked that I would like to answer. I would like to have my cup full and somebody else pouring into my cup so that I can just with passion and joy distribute it to those who need it because I'm able. And I just saw things differently, fortunately. Yeah, giving back to the community. Yeah. Awesome. So where can the listeners find you, Ravi? Are you available on Instagram, Facebook, your website? Please tell us. Yeah, my website is theramsgroup.com and I'm on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash theramsgroup. And people can connect with me on LinkedIn. And I have a YouTube channel that I'm growing as well. I just started on it because, you know, what better way to reach people out, especially during pandemic and post pandemic to deliver content so that people get educated. It's with a pure goal of educating people, whatever I find will be true value add for both sellers and buyers. I'm just growing a YouTube channel, which is youtube.com forward slash the Rams group. The Rams so. group it is. Follow him guys. He is a great person. I had fun having this conversation with Ravi. It was full of wisdom 
and that was today's episode of the sparkling atropino show thank you ravi for being on the show my pleasure thanks for having me i am your host kiran agrawal signing off you guys take care till then bye guys